Welcome to the Stoic Sage. In this podcast, we are dedicated to using past knowledge tested by time to empower people of today. This podcast series includes discussions around modern challenges utilizing wisdom from nearly 2,000 years ago with the goal of bringing about how to think rather than what to think. Welcome to the journey to sagehood. Your mind is your only strength, your reason is your only power. Marcus Aurelius Today's episode is going to be around sophists, but let's clear up the air real quick before we get started today. Sophists with a capital S are professors or professional teachers of rhetoric and philosophy, lowercase s sophist are individuals who reason feliciously or manipulatively with information. Today we will talk about the lowercase sophist, the rise of sophists. It feels like we can't get enough of them. (laughs) Unfortunately, the reality is they are in our modern media, they are celebrities, and they can be us at times. The rise in sophists seems to stem from this political climate of... uh, being righteous, being correct, being the moral compass, or simply to sway you to a particular way of thinking in order for you to agree with them. But to understand modern-day sophists, let's talk about their origin. Sophists were the original lawyers, the first formal teachers in the art of speaking. Early sophists charged money for their practice, so many people who were taught by them were those of nobility and wealth. Those in nobility had heavy influence in politics, which a lot of time inevitably caused a stir in wars, policy, and economics. Early sophists weren't necessarily people who tricked or swayed public opinion. The purpose to a sophist teachings were to teach the art of speaking, but because it can be used wrongly, this teaching was heavily criticized. Cicero blames Plato for turning people against the sophists, as he notes in his dialogues, sophists separate wisdom and eloquence. Plato argued with many sophists, actually, a lot of times. He goes on to say, the beauty of their speech makes people believe without question. Socrates, on many occasions, warned of their rise since democracy was flourishing in Athens. He went on to say that if sophists continue to grip public opinion, the unwise would follow and subsequently power and democracy would be unbalanced. The reality of their teachings was to persuade people. Now, this can be a very necessary skill when debating with people in power or to inspire necessary war to protect one's nation or to pass necessary policy. But many philosophers saw the flaws in their practice, especially with those who didn't use it for good intentions. You see, philosophers wanted people to think for themselves. Many philosophical debates are based on thought-provoking conversation, which involves necessary questioning. A sophist, on the other hand, would use wisdom and knowledge to not really provoke conversation, but to end it by swaying the person to agreeing with you, whether or not 
what they are saying is right or wrong. A sophist utilizes rhetorical speech to achieve their goal in any particular subject matter. Philosophers criticize this way of speech because it opened the window to deception. An example would be, if you were not knowledgeable of a subject matter but knew enough to get by, you would use key words to show the other party, person, member that you were somewhat knowledgeable. Thus, you would have that person trust you. A philosopher, on the other hand, would generally not speak highly on a subject matter they know nothing about and make it known, or at least somewhat clear, that they don't know, but still engage in the conversation to gain new knowledge. Now, we see in the modern day, a sophistical approach to conversation is necessary to build trust. A perfect example would be an interview for a position, for a new job. Even if you were not a perfect fit for that position, you would use keywords to let the interviewers know that you were at least knowledgeable and capable. You're not lying, but displaying your competence. The same goes for politics. Many politicians are not experts in everything, but they will speak on many topics to gain the public's trust. The issue again is using the little knowledge they have to manipulate people. So after hearing about sophists, as a Stoic, we cannot deny that this very much exists today. At the end of the day, in the modern day, how you speak and convey your knowledge and information is more important than what you know. And as I've mentioned, it because it builds trust, which is regarded highly in today's society. As a matter of fact, I think it's completely normal and that we should have our own best interest at heart. When we want to convey information or gain trust, it's completely normal to be using this kind of uh, conversational skill. That's the reality of being a human. And while I'm not saying in any bit that it's okay to manipulate people, proper communication is how we navigate the world. It is when you are trying to use this skill set of communication to harm others or to lie, to have somebody agree with you. As a Stoic, I think this should be relatively easy to do as far as practicing it on yourself, keeping yourself in check, using the four virtues and ensuring that you are not being a manipulative person. However, something that is a bit more complicated to notice is when someone else is doing it to us. Earlier in the episode, I mentioned how only the elite, people in power, politics, would really concern themselves with this kind of formal training and communication. Well, can we agree that this is happening today? Yes. If it is, how are we seeing this more often? I would go on, go on to say politics, media, and business. So this begs the question then. Am I being manipulated? Now, let's not get too hung up on whether or not we are, because we are. As a Stoic, it's a reality that we should accept. We are who we are because of our environment and who we grew up around. Mixed with a little bit of personality, and let's add a dash of individual digestion of the knowledge we gain. Now, if we accept this fact, we can navigate the world more wisely. 
I had gone into more detail in a previous podcast titled Challenge Your Thoughts, but this is so important today more than any point in our history. Unfortunately, a big reason for our division in the political world is because we are being manipulated. I mean, someone has an agenda, whatever that purpose should be. The difference that we as Stoics should make is that we are individuals with different opinions. We are philosophers, seekers of knowledge. The goal, as Marcus Aurelius would have said, is not to find yourself amongst the majority, but in the ranks of the insane. He says this to say, do not follow the mob. It's okay if you share a different opinion. It's supposed to be different. You are an individual, not a bee. Marcus Aurelius also notes that we should not worry about agreeing or disagreeing with or against the majority. We should worry about taking up their irrational beliefs. So question them. It is our duty as free humans to do so. Are you providing me with the most accurate and factual information? Why do I agree with you? Am I agreeing with you from a place of an emotional response? Or am I agreeing with you because it's rational and logical? Question yourself. Ask more questions. Challenge yourself. Early philosophers knew the power of sophists. But it was the early philosophers who also argued tirelessly with them to ensure that people thought for themselves instead of being told what to think. The rise of sophists have met their match with the rise of modern philosophers, modern Stoics. Thank you for listening in. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. It really does help out the show. If you would like to check out some Sage merch or read the blog, please go to stoicsage.co. Also give us a follow on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I wish you well, fellow Stoics, on the path to sagehood.